more. Hey folks, this is Bill Wiley. What up, Holmes? I'm in my backyard. I don't know if you can hear in the back. Yeah, you can now. There is a fire going. Got a couple of folks with me. I have my wife giggling in the background. Say hi, Wendy. Hi. And I have uh, Pete and Damien. Pete, say, say hi. Save the best for last. What up, Holmes? That was awkward. The other Pete. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, that was definitely Damien. What up, Holmes? I'm just There's a lively, Pete. great podcaster. What can I say? All right. Let's start with Pete. Um <laughs> What's up, guys? Second podcast with here with Bill here. Not at a campsite in his backyard like he mentioned, and it is gorgeous again. Okay, so what we wanted to do is we wanted to play a song. I briefly, maybe, I, I don't know, I talked to Damien for like a minute and a half, but I think I got 10 seconds of your attention. You were going to play a song real Less quick. Less than 10 seconds. You probably got four and a half seconds of good quality me listening to what you were saying. I've got four daughters, so this is good. I'm working on my fourth daughter. Just kidding. So let's go ahead and play this song. <laughs> so um, the song that I picked, I wanted to kind of um, try to, you know, get you involved, right? So this is definitely a senior joke, right? Like, <laughs> you're in this day and age, right, where you listen to Pink Floyd. Just giving you the bird. I got the bird from Wendy over there. She's, uh, you know, enjoying the background of the podcast. That's great. But... Good choice. All right, let's listen to this for 30 seconds, 45 seconds, and then we'll talk about it. Do I have that attention span? Doubt it. Why does that? Let me jump in and say, okay, so that um, I know that this is gonna go somewhere with the podcast, but I also understand like um, copyright issues. So future things, you might not be able to play a full thirty seconds of the song. I don't know. You might have to look this up. Podcast might be different, but I know like YouTube platforms and everything like that. You're gonna want to cut it a little bit shorter because if they if you play too much of copyrighted music, you can actually get your stuff taken down. Okay. So I don't know like what the rules are in that, but let me tell you why I picked uh, this song. So I was trying to think of songs, right, that would, uh, you know, probably interest you and your your age and everything like that. But also because um, you actually commented, I came through with um, Dark Side of the Moon uh, t-shirt and I was in the training center. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Good and memory. I, yeah, yeah. I came through with, uh, oh, no, no, what is, what is the one with the pyramid? Is that Dark Side of the Moon? Or is that... Now you tested my memory, I'm pretty sure. This is your... Yeah, <laughs> Dark Side of the Moon, is that that album, baby? No, I feel like it would be a moon. Yeah, the pyramid with the light going through, the, the white, and then it goes to rainbow. It's... Okay, she'll look it up while we're talking, but um, regardless, it's Pink Floyd, and you have that memory. That's okay. pretty cool. Yeah, so the reason I picked Pink Floyd, um, you know, it's a little bit agier. It fits into Bill's genre, but it also, it also fits into my genre. So... I'm probably like a third of Bill's age, right? 
and I can. St- <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. But like, um, you know, picking songs. I thought it was funny. I just did it. Is dark segment. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. So um, I came through with that T-shirt at the training center. And you're like, that's so cool that you're like super young wearing, you know, this T-shirt, and that's really cool that you represent for like the older bands and everything. I have one for like the Beatles and Ramones and Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like, I mean, it's not they're easy bands to like, so yeah, that makes sense. And I mean, it's only twelve dollars at Target, so it's a solid pickup. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I picked this song um, specifically. It gives me a little bit of a, a throwback to when I was trying to learn uh, the bass guitar, and I had like a really like heavy desire to learn bass. Um, you know, a lot of my friends and stuff they were learning. Um, guitar like regular electric at this point um, and I was like no like all the chicks are going after the bass players right the bass is where it's at <laughs> so I, I tried to pick up the bass and so I started learning like what band were you getting that from what band was telling you or what did you see or read okay there was like that. this um, basically this saying like oh bass players have big hands and I was like well, let me just uh, shoot a little bit into the dark and pretend I have big hands over here and play some bass, pulling, you know, countless women. Well, that double finger <laughs> strumming of the bass really oh, hits yeah, it yeah. off with the women. It's Which, all I got these that words. technique down. I couldn't play bass for shit, but the double finger stroking thing, like, we're we're in the we're in okay, business. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> Did you have some input, or what's no, going on over there? Nothing. Oh, we've got Julie out here as well. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, what's up, Julie? Yeah, she just showed up. It was Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, we we saw that. But, Julie, say hi to the folks. Hi, folks. Which is the microphone right now. Hello, folks. The beer oh, that was oh, wow. <laughs> that, that was, was the, hello, folks. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us well, tonight. I to the beer <laughs> so, back to your story. <laughs> yeah, that was good. So, so okay. you shared so, it. You want to be a bass player. Yeah, go I, from there. Don't be so long on like a Bill story, so keep going. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bill's story is going for minutes, hours, days. Uh, I'm still trying to catch up on a story that he's been telling me last week, and I still haven't got the whole idea of it. <laughs> well, you're doing a good job of emulating me, so let's finish this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, so my friend Jack, he was actually like a freaking good <coughs> guitarist, and I was like, well, He's obviously taken over as best guitarist of the friend group, so let me learn bass. And so, like, the first thing I looked up was actually like a Michael Jackson song, Billie Jean. It was like, do, 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 do. And I was like, all for it. I was like, learning it. And I wish you guys could see his moves right now. It's impressive. Go ahead. These moves are good, and they are spot on. Yes. Anyway, so I was trying to think of a song that, you know, both you and I could relate two completely different generations but linking together to appreciate this band cool good connector yeah and that's a social skill that you have already i mean i've seen that in you before a quick question though michael jackson was that because it's billy jean right oh yeah what what are your thoughts about whether or not i like michael jackson what would you think oh i don't care if you like him i just like you shouldn't care. I don't. I don't like. I don't care if you dislike him or like him. Like that's not what's going to keep me from being like. But what would be your guess? What would be just based on what you know about me? About like I would say, Jack- Bill does or no, doesn't like I him. I don't see you liking um, Michael Jackson just because you're a little bit more into the grungier, like a little bit more metal. Okay, type. so I'll stop you, baby. Do I like Michael Jackson? Oh my 
God, it's his favorite artist. Yep. <laughs> Good. Isn't that interesting? Oh, there we go. Small world. Yeah. You yeah, never know awesome. where the connectors lead you. Yeah, and so like my mom was a huge fan of uh, Michael Jackson, wow. and I Old remember joke. my mom's like forty three. <laughs> she's old enough to be Bill's child. He just threw her age out there. Yeah, she's she's quite young. She's not that. Um, but I actually so going to uh, Michael Jackson back in the day, I was on my uh, desktop looking at um, Facebook, making a, you know, a hilarious post, I'm sure. And I remember reading in the Yahoo News, because that was the first tab that would pop up, Michael Jackson died. And I remember, like, my mom was, like, in the other room, but I was like, hey, mom, did you know uh, Michael Jackson passed away? And she was like, no way, like, there's no way. She comes over and reads the article and is, like, devastated. Emotional about it. Yeah, yeah, very caught up in this whole situation. And I was like, oh, man, like, shucks, you know? <laughs> shucks. But I didn't have, like, that kind of, like, connection that I'm sure that you have with him. Yeah, and mine, I was probably not too far from your mom, to be honest. It was, you know, aside from all the the uh, uh, drama and stuff going on with him for years, like, it, I had a really strong connection to his music. It, it uh, engaged me at an early age. I remember reading, because <laughs> I had the albums, we had the... What's that? Uh, yeah. Records. The records, the albums, the big ones. And they, they came with the words. And I memorized all the, every single word to the Thriller album. Thriller album. So, anyway, I listened to them for a long time. And I, I felt very emotional that day. And it was, it's probably different. Um, maybe it wasn't. But for me, it was about him. Uh, he was coming back to do some tours. Uh-huh. And it's just about having an artist stick around. So Okay, so, okay, and this Maybe. is going to evolve into, you know, more my generation. So they used, you know, clips and stuff that they had recorded before with Michael Jackson and combined it with Drake. Yeah. Drake and, like, Michael Jackson in the same song after Michael Jackson passes away. Yeah. How, like, that's such craziness. That's cool. To think that they could even combine like a hip-hop artist and what what is michael is, is that pop oh for goodness. 80s like king 80s pop well i think technically he was considered what motown pro is that he was the king of pop yeah, like julie said king of pop. pop yeah okay king of pop but he was like the first motown artist of a different the generation yeah because today's pop doesn't sound like michael jackson i mean there's a lot of musical things that yeah, like you can make you the argument for bruno Oh, yeah, we just listened, we just to, some listened Bruno. to Bruno. Yeah. I know. What is that yeah. little? No surprise. He's my new one of my new favorites, right? But, yeah. yeah. No, I get it, man. He's a solid artist. But didn't so th- Tupac do that? Didn't they do that with Tupac at what? Coachella? Where they did what? Yeah, he. They had like holograms yeah. of Tupac and stuff like that, and they've been doing that. I think that's so weird. And okay, so um, you guys might not know Mac Miller. They dropped a complete album after he passed away, and I just I thought that that was crazy. And I was going through some stuff during that time, and it's a very, like, mellowy, like, dramatic, uh, soft artist. And he dropped that, and I was like, oh, man, like, that's, that's crazy that they dropped it, and then now it's appealing to my emotions. Bill's, asking, Bill's asking for another beer. If um, uh, Those were hand signals. I don't know what that means, yeah, it doesn't but count. it looked like, hey, baby, can you give me another beer, please? So, so Bill, it kind of... Seemed like you didn't really know who Mac Miller was. I do not. So this wait, is wait. one of his top songs. Um, 
through Apple Music. Okay, so yeah. that's a good. It's a good song, but it's not the one after he passed away. He dropped a whole album. It's alright. Yeah, but this is his top song, Apple Music. And Wendy comes through with the Bud Light. Shit, I got a system filled up with toxins. I've been broken hearted and I was fucked that bitch. Getting how to deal with my problems. Fucking bitch getting drunk and shit, but these bitches getting obnoxious. It ain't nothing to me though, I love this shit. Go long days, longer nights, talk too much, the wrong advice, all the lights are cold. Yeah, so uh, what do you feel like though? Like, I mean, that was just like the intro of a top song, right? Um, As far as, you know, like what appeals to you or that. I would need to listen to more because I'll be honest with you, there's, uh, there's, a few words that get me, and especially if I don't know an artist, one is the B word, you know, just saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, or the N word, like it's it's just not appealing to me. And so I don't. So if but if I listen to somebody, I can appreciate it, and I go, okay, whatever with that, and move on with it. So, just a short clip. I will look him up though. Yeah. So I mean, like, like I said, he he passed away. Um, and twenty nineteen, twenty eighteen, and they released a new album this year. Oh wow. So it's it's really. How did he pass away, by the way? Drugs. Oh shoot! Okay. Good. Which he was actually a huge advocate of. If you do drugs and die, type thing, like what are you saying to your fans and everything like that? Oh and wow! There was a huge interview with him. I think it was fifteen or sixteen, two thousand fifteen or two thousand sixteen, about saying doing drugs and dying like that's not, like, good for your image, and that's not good to express to your fans not how cool to your fans and then he ends up going through a lot of hard things i think a pretty bad breakup with ariana grande ariana yeah. grande even right? wendy is over there throwing so in some facts after that though he got pretty deep into you know different drinks and then drugs and it ended up killing him and taking his life so it, it it's pretty telling like you can be against those types of things, but hard things happen in life and you end up going to something like that and it can end your life even though you didn't feel like that's the best thing. Yeah, I mean, you never know. It's like, I don't know, you could pass a lot of judgment on somebody doing something like that or you could look at life but certainly it's easier the older you get and you go, um, you know, I, what I'm thinking is that somebody always sees something yeah. and that's really the key in life whether you have you know I'm confident that, that Damien's always going to be sober because he made that statement that one night or whatever it is uh, but that doesn't mean I don't keep an eye on him the same way I would you right you know what I mean and yeah. then have the courage to speak up if I do see something hey bro are you okay I see you you know I noticed what the other night well, hey that goes into the see something say something do something yeah so and I'm going to share this story, you know, I've worked with Bill for the year of 2020 so far, and there was a time that he was acting differently and everything like that, and I actually, I didn't know how to approach him or ask him if he was doing okay, and I actually reached out to his wife <laughs> to see, like, hey, you know, I've noticed that, you know, Bill's acting a little differently, is he okay? And it was just, it allowed me to then 
have the courage to talk to him face to face because I didn't know how to bring that up. But if somebody was there that was having a hard time and nobody was there to at least ask the question. Just ask. Yeah. And yeah. so if you do see something, like Damien say, see something, say something, do something. Yeah. You could be the change. That 30-second, three-minute, five-minute conversation with them can really help. And it, it kind of leads into the beer fire, too, of if you don't have somebody to talk to, find somebody. Mm -hmm. Because you can be going through things that you might think nobody else has gone through or I'm having the hardest time. And being able to have that moment to talk can really help and change. And if he had Mac Miller in this instance had somebody to maybe talk to him or had the courage to come up to him and say are you doing okay maybe he could have been dropping his own album this year yeah so it, yeah take that to heart hopefully i think it's too easy to miss i think what's even easier to miss because that is essentially telling the victim if you will that hey you know reach out to somebody if you're starting to feel uh something and uh but what i think what's even easier to miss and perhaps more important is that if you see something, say something, you know, to see, if you see something, have, I call it courage because it, it, it is the courage, you know, depending on where you're at. When I came out here to mining house, you know, that was the biggest uh, influence or negative influence was, do I have the courage to speak out to guys that have been out here for 20 years? So, okay. So like going into this topic, I actually have a, okay. I have two like points. One point, like with social media and everything, like there's actually like a big, um, you know, push for a lot of people pushing like the suicide prevention, like all the numbers, like yeah, you can contact, like, Hey, if you need to reach out to me, reach out to me. And so there's been like a lot of that on social media. So I feel like in that sense, like this generation, there is a positive, but at the same time, like this is, I, I kind of want to ask you guys input, um, going into jokes and going into like, um, kind of like a, a more dialed forward humor of you know, like, hey, I'm going to kill myself. You know, like, it's, it gets a little bit, you know, where it's almost, like, kind of like how porn is. There's, like, a lot of people that are against it because it kind of, what is it? What is the word? Where you're desensitized. Yeah, so desensitized yeah. to it. So there's, like, a lot of humor going where it's, like, talking about, like, suicide and stuff like that. But it's, like, not actually treated anymore as a big deal so wh where do you fall into that like category of like your personal opinion if somebody was to start desensitizing this you know that it's it could be a big deal and you don't know it or like you know they could be joking and you say, so i guess like what is your guys's so take i've lost one really good friend and then one coworker all this year in the last nine months to suicide and I didn't realize how much it affected me. And this is the first year that I lost somebody I knew to uh, them taking them their life. And it's hurt, right? I, I ended up calling my mom after my coworker passed away and asking, did you have friends or anybody that committed suicide? Because this is a different feeling. Death to me is very natural and I have a different opinion than I think a lot it doesn't I want to remember them for what they were and how they live their life and when they pass away it's their time to go but I never had lost somebody to this yeah and it 
was harder and hit me a different way that I didn't realize <coughs> death could. And I don't know, it's... I got mad at my friend mm -hmm. that yeah. passed away. That a choice at that point. Yeah, and he took his life, and I got mad at him. No. And I, I got mad because his wife passed away a few months before, and he had a he has a son that's 19 years old, and so he had to deal with losing his mom, and then his dad to that, and. <clears throat> that hurt because all I could think about was what his son was feeling and it then brought it to my own life of if my son had to go through that I I, I couldn't do that no and even the smallest thing of dad I'm having a hard time too losing mom was hard and having maybe that even that conversation could have possibly helped well and it's having that courage, like you said. And do you want to read that number? Sure. Oh, this is the uh, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Absolutely. Uh, it's 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. No plug there. No plug for money. No, not at all. That's just to help. Well, look, thank you for sharing that. I did. This is, you know, you, you look for connectors and it's interesting how folks that are okay with hanging out around each other, the three of us are good. Obviously my wife and I are good. Julie's the new one. She comes out, she's, but she's hanging out long enough with us where even I can see, you know, she's comfortable. And so what I'd like to do is just ask kind of a round table to go from Julie to Wendy and then back to me and Share whatever you have, if anything, about this. Just thoughts behind it. And it can be an emotional thing, so you don't have to share anything. And you two don't have to move. You can just talk a little bit louder than maybe you normally would. But, Julie, what are your thoughts listening to what you've heard so far? Uh, well, like Peter said, because um, I just recently, last year, my sister's best friend committed suicide and <clears throat> it's emotional for me it's okay she, I felt more anger like Peter was saying because it's a choice at that point but on the other hand like she never said anything she never yeah. said and it's what my sister has been struggling with is why didn't she say anything to me why didn't she reach out? We talked about everything else. We talked about all of her problems, but she never knew to any point that it got there, that it got to the point of taking her own life. And she has, sorry, ugh. You're she, has fine. A, she has a daughter about my daughter's age. She was, they're two weeks apart. Oh, so another connector. Yeah. yeah. And she has, she had a son that was a year old, and I couldn't imagine doing that to my kid. And so it was more angry, like for me. Sorry, Absolutely. <laughs> no, you're doing awesome. I appreciate you sharing. I mean, I think that this is part of the courage because it gets you in the habit. Wendy, do you have anything? So. 
for me, it's, um, I'm always more angry just because I feel that's a coward's way out. But like you said, you don't know what demons they're fighting. You don't know what's going on in their lives. Um, but then I also get angry at myself. Like, how did I miss the signs that it had reached that point? You know, um, were they really that good at covering it up? I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and we've had friends. You and I have had friends that yeah. have, you know, one was an accidental overdose. The other one, you know, deliberately hangs himself. It's, you know, I mean, if, if and for me, um, the accidental overdose, maybe, maybe you didn't mean to, maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Um, that one's kind of tricky, but he had kids, kids that were the same age as my daughter. Who are you thinking of? Tony. That was, he didn't, uh, we don't know that for sure. But it looked like it could yeah. have been either way. Yeah, anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, but he had, he had kids. This, in fact, his daughter was in my daughter's class. Yeah. You know, so. We grew up with him. Um, yeah, we'd, we'd known him forever. Um, but huh. we knew he had health issues, you know. I mean, he, he did stupid shit in high school. And, you know, and then he had back issues later in life. And failed relationships. And so... Having not lived through any of those things, I don't know what that is like, right? So, I know everybody deals with things differently, but um, but his brother hanging himself um, and deliberately leaving himself where his mother could find him. Yeah. To me, that's that's just, if I'm your mom, I want to bring you back just to kill you myself. Yeah. What did I ever do to make you hate me that much? You know what I mean? Yeah. So a lot of, obviously, anger more so than anything yeah. for you. Um, so for me, I, of course, you and I share two, and I can think of two more. Just right off the bat as you were talking, Pete. And I experienced all the emotions that you guys have talked about. And, you know, my biggest takeaway is what I was just saying, that none of us know. And that you feel like the guilt is really trippy because... The guilt is, uh, it's like what's left behind. You can be angry and that, you know, of course I, you know, I've talked about judgment and I struggle with that when I see it. And then when I do it, it's like, oh, this is, it's just ugly everywhere. But when you're, when you're feeling like you missed an opportunity to have the courage to speak up, that really hurts. And so that speaks to me and that's why, you know, I normally suggest Really, not just this, but with other things, having the courage to speak up. Oh, with our coworker, I talked to him the last minute of his day. He clocked out right after we were finishing our conversation, and he was so excited and was excited. We were we were going to do a class together the very next morning, and that's what even that hurt a lot too because he was so excited and ready to go for the morning he helped me prep all of this stuff and he was going to be helping me through this class and then that happened and I want to touch a little bit on what Julie said um, the friend that had a dog uh, the child that that was about one that leads into new moms and new dads have a lot of hard things ahead of them and they're going through they're sleep deprived <laughs> yes. and 
Uh-huh. I can laugh because I'm older, it, Damien. So you are it's, older. It's, it's very stressful, and I don't mean that lightly. I mean, it is very. it can be extremely stressful. And Sorry to... No, no you're, you're Go good, please. Um, wife with a new child and saw the struggle she had not sleeping a lot of hours, but I constantly checked in on her. And if you know anybody that's a friend or sibling or whatever just reach out helping in the sense of hey how you doing can i can i make you some food can can i give you an hour break so maybe you can just go take a nap it that's going to dramatically help them and so thank you julie for sharing that because that's something that's so new to me and having also friends that had postpartum that I didn't realize how bad it could get. You know something else I'm thinking last podcast we're talking about the differential. Like if you go home happy, yeah. It's not just about being happy, you're also not upset and stressed out. So I call it a differential. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's a technical term, but I think we made it make sense. Yeah. I think that's a differential too because if you do um, do what you just suggested, you know, to offer to help. That's a differential because it's also speaking to you. You know, I'm like for years I didn't give money to people that were at the intersections begging for money. I had a sign, whatever. I'm homeless. Give me money. I was like, I'm just going to use that for whatever. <laughs> and then all of a sudden one day, and this, there's a long story behind it. I'll save you. <clears throat> but one day I decided I'm not going to do that anymore. If I pull up to an intersection, somebody has a sign, I either feel it or I don't. And if I feel it, I don't ask myself any questions. I don't pass any judgment. It just makes me feel good. And so what I started telling people, they're like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, you're such a blessing. I'm like, no, it ain't about that. It makes me feel good. It's a selfish thing. Going back to what you were saying, if I go... And, and I help Julie, I offer help, and she takes me up on it or doesn't, what I'm really being is selfish. Because I need to not, I need to know that I'm doing something, having the courage to speak up, right? That speaks to me. Does that make sense? Yeah, so... You have the courage to speak up, and it's, it, it's uh, literally, although not ugly, selfish. Okay, so, like, there's actually, like, a philosopher, and he talks about um, love, and so there's a story, and um, it, it's going to call it fish love. Uh-huh. So a guy goes out, and he, you know, he comes back. He's at a fire. He's eating fish. Guy comes up, and he's like, oh, are you eating fish? And he's like, well, yeah, I love fish. And he, the guy's like, oh, you love fish. So you hunted it. You killed it. You, you know, baked it and ate it, right? And so the guy was like, no, you don't love fish. You love what the fish is providing for you. The fish isn't. You know, like you don't love fish. You love what it's doing for you. You're selfish. You're actually loving yourself by eating the fish. So, um, like the the philosopher dude, he was saying like basically like in today's world, a lot of people they kind of talk about fish love. They you know look for a partner that's you know completing them or doing you know what's better for them rather than looking for someone that they unconditionally love. So it goes into, you know, like, you, 
you don't necessarily love that person you love what they're doing for you whether that may be like maybe they're helping you financially gain or maybe they're you know filling a void that you have or whatever so it talks about more so love being more of like a fish love rather than like looking for an unconditional love um once you are into that like unconditional love realm that's when it's more like you know i'm doing this like not for myself but because i want you to be doing better so i'm giving part i'm investing my time yeah my energy and what i am like as a being into you because i love you unconditionally so it goes into like it's just like this old philosopher dude and i watch him on youtube and it's like it's it's good stuff man like there's deep concepts to go into it and i mean like yeah i'm trying to pull this up into a little bit lighter because i took some no heavy emotions earlier no no and 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 we can keep going that way i think this is a good time i'm not completely connecting the dots but to your point i would say that you know uh, number one that's absolutely true about life and with love but if you're, I didn't know if you were picking back off of what we were saying about the selfish part. No, I, was yeah, I was kind of going off of like what you're saying with the the person on the side of the street or at the corner of the intersection, right? So like you're doing it out of almost a selfish reason. Yeah, it's, it's contributing. Like a fish love. Yeah, it's okay. contributing to them. And I actually for like, I used to go to church um, for That's this. Really good fish love. I'm sorry. I'm I'm in deep thought over here. Continue. Young philosopher Damien. <laughs> so, <laughs> let me plug my podcast real quick. <laughs> I'm Go just ahead. Kidding. No, but um, so like you were saying, it's almost kind of a selfish love. Like what you're doing, yes, there you're helping out that person, but ultimately, like what you're doing, is making yourself feel a little bit better. Yeah. And there's no issues with that. Like there's there's good no, to come out of not. that. If you're walking around, you're being a better person in general. Like that's a great opportunity you know for anything like you could influence somebody else that's having a bad day just because you're having a good day excuse me and so good darts <laughs> so i i feel like that's not like a bad thing like i was saying I, I used to go to church i used to go to church for the same exact reason i would go into church they would start singing hymns and like shit like i don't even know anything about church <laughs> but i would go in and i would feel it right like i would be like oh man like i'm ready to do some good like yeah it doesn't even matter what they're talking about or anything i got very turned off from church because of the people that were you know pushing irony religion it, it was it was very tough because like i would go into church for the reason of feeling better i would go in feeling cleansed very like man, I really need to make an impact on somebody's day. Like, I could make somebody's day better. But it was, like, different people that were in the same church going about it, like, pushing, like, hey, you're wrong because you don't go to this church. And so it very, like, steered me away from that that whole church scene. Like high school cliques. Yeah. And so, like, I like the way, like, Bill goes about it. He's like, Jesus is a cool cat. And he said that, like... Dude, he like, is. He's, yeah. And, like, I don't, Thank you. I don't see you as, like, super religious or anything. So when you said that, I was actually a little bit in shock. I was like, oh, you're a churchy guy. Like, that's cool. I, like, I don't have any issues with you except for, like, the the preconceived idea of what I have about church. Based on your experience. Yeah, yeah. Which is legit. And, I mean, like, it's... Yeah. I, I try to go forward, you know, in life without a preconceived idea about everybody like 
The so, Sasquatch walking in the background is Pete. Continue, Damien. <laughs> Six foot three ginger. <laughs> Fifteen size shoes. Oh god. He was being so kind. Those are walking Uggs, around. bro. He's got the Ugg slippers on right now. This yeah, is they a are guy ugly. that came to a party in cargo shorts with white claws and a cardboard shirt. Hold on. The white claws were in the cargo short pockets, though. Exactly. The only reason that you wear cargo shorts it does is that not you make pop it better. White claws in those bad boys. Not okay. Whew. So th that I was completely derailed from that. I don't know. You did. Where and that's it fine. It's fine. Take over, Bill. But but that that was really good. And I you know I would say and I've said to folks that are wanting to because folks will get really engaged. Wendy and I had we got into the same church for a while uh, years ago, and her and I are we even being married? We don't look at it exactly the same, but it's pretty darn close and so you have I would say to folks that are deeply involved with church like continue pursuing what your heart's desire is um, you know listen to folks when they say like oh man back off I don't need to be saved today yeah um, so and and but but don't lose you know if you feel like you don't want to lose that foundational feeling or relationship then don't just don't you know but make it your own and, and most importantly, don't, you know, think about how you're approaching people. Yeah. It's like the, to tie into this again, it's the, it's the doing the right thing versus being right. So, okay, I'm a fitness instructor. Let me tie this into fitness. I don't go out and preach fitness to anybody. <laughs> I don't care if you want to sit on the couch all day. I don't care if you want to go to the gym. I don't push that. Now you have hinted. I say that. Bill has kind of a concave chest. And he <laughs> can really work on that. He's Don't literally okay. Okay, let me read his shirt real quick. <laughs> it's not a dad bod; it's a father figure. Thank you. Solid My shirt, shirt says for so. the concave Bill. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> senior Bill, concave okay, Bill. Okay, so gotcha. let me let me uh, tie this into fitness because like. As a fitness instructor, like I said, I'm not going out. I'm not pushing fitness on anybody. I don't care what your lifestyle is like. I don't care if you go to, you know, Starbucks every day, get a venti frappuccino. It's 500 calories. It's whatever. Do your life however yeah. you want to do it. I'm going to keep pushing my own lifestyle, which is fitness. I do it a lot. And, like, eventually people reach out to me. They're like, hey, that's really cool. Like, I would also like to lift that amount of weight. Or I would also like to have such and such waist size you know like stuff like that so it's, excuse me appreciate you not throwing that out there go ahead it's <laughs> it's one of those things where like um it's i feel like you should take that into the same same realm as uh, religion yeah so could, if, yeah, if you're just living your life having a great time you know you know digging that cool cat jesus eventually yeah. somebody's cool gonna cat. fall on board with you they're gonna be like oh this guy's really like positive he's you know very like influenced by jesus like maybe i could get on board with that i know? do think there's a lot of similarities because you know what uh fitness is great you i mean for you and you're you're bought into it you know and it, it's and i'm not making fun of it i'm just to simplify you know it's calories and you burn them and what you eat and carbs versus protein and when you eat and blah 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 yeah but you're uh you have more opportunity to be an influence by just being a you know a good positive influence to folks yeah and so that's the same for anything in life i agree with that completely so, like i didn't go to the daily diner the other day with peter and be like oh you got some fucking quesadillas and tacos like 
that's not my life. That's his life. Like, it's whatever he wants to do. Sour cream on the side, extra Bro, if you want to go to cheese. South Phoenix and get your crack, like, okay, that's your life. I'm not going there. Right? And it's the same thing with religion. Like, I've, I've had people push that. Like, hey, I have the key to happiness. It's like, you've got to accept Jesus into your life. And it's like, no, bro. Like, I'm happy. Like, regardless or not whether, I, like, I go to your church or whether I accept Jesus into my lifestyle. Like, it doesn't matter. Like... I'm pushing positive energy out like I'm going to get it back. And but be honest, have you ever been like, I would probably believe you a little bit more if you didn't have a beer belly? This guy was fit. He could <laughs> run. Okay, so like fitness levels, like this guy could run so much farther than me. I did a run with him one morning. Uh-huh. He smoked me, man. Like I was way less physically fit. I could definitely live way more than him. <laughs> Bitch. But, anyway, <laughs> but no, like, like it doesn't matter, like what you, got you that look in like from over there. That was good. Doesn't matter what you look like, what you smell like, what you, uh, you know, do with your lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Fears. No, that's bullshit. Smell does matter. But anyway. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. So that reminds me of a really cool story you've told me a few times. Uh huh. About that cool cat. No, we're good. Yeah. About listening to the lady down at the. Oh, lake. it's at the watering hole. Yeah. It's so cool, dude. If you never ever want to open it up and you want just one story that I think would resonate with most folks I don't remember what you know what book and, and what verse but it's uh, Jesus going down the watering hole and there's a gal remember I was telling you she's she's uh, the outcast of the city of the town be, uh, because she's uh, she's cheated on her husband okay. and, and so it's not just you know cheating on the husband and disrespect disrespecting him and, and that rule or uh, a covenant but um also sleeping around with other folks and and maybe there's other stuff that i don't remember about the story that she was doing she was a prostitute she was a prostitute but she had also i thought it was she was married and she had gotten divorced no she was a prostitute and she she ended up getting caught with one of the like city leaders but they blamed her for him cheating. Yeah, <laughs> so interesting. You talk about a human, con- I call it a human condition. Blame her for him cheating. He's totally innocent because this gal was a prostitute. Anyway, it's just a, one of those messy, sticky deals and um, made it longer than I should have. He sits down and he listens to her. So in, in as you're reading the scripture, you, you know the backstory. And of course... You know, Jesus being the son of God, knowing everything, he already knows your backstory. Yeah. Didn't bother him. He knew what I think is most important in human relations, and that is for me to listen to you tells me or tells you that I love you more than anything in the world. Just to sit here and shut my mouth and go, you're important enough for me to listen to him. Such a cool story. Let me just interrupt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I was, I was like intently listening the whole time. I don't know what that says about Bill and his beautiful eyes, but what I'm saying is like... Let me take him off. I did enjoy the entire story of that, and I mean, it does have good back meaning and everything like that. Like, you should always accept somebody, like, no matter what they've been through, what they're going through, what they, you know, do. Um, I mean, like, there's some stuff that, like, you know as a character like maybe you shouldn't do but that's not your place to judge like it's always just you know pull somebody in and accept for what they are and who they are and like yeah. you don't have to worry about too much about their background yeah yeah and it, i mean that's like that's just a life thing that's 
it's really cool it it's kind of like sitting down and eating with folks that's uh like we were saying last time you know it's it's communion or it's getting to know somebody getting closer no matter what i gotta work tomorrow okay good night we good just night. said good night to wendy <laughs> two minutes Bye. before the end of my podcast they told me Huh? <laughs> get, get a room. <laughs> good night. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night, Wendy. Good night. Thanks Podcast for joining. We'll bring this back full, full circle somehow. Um, no, this was a really good talk, and I'm glad we got out of the. I'm glad we talked about what we talked about, and I'm glad you're really good about you know getting back up to the surface. So I gotta tie you. in those old person stories that just drag. I'm and down. Drag. You got an old person right here. <laughs> but makes sense would, to me. You would think that you have more wisdom, right? Being the age that you are. I wouldn't say that either. Yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> so anyway, how do we? We're on the same up? page. This is great. <laughs> Usually, uh, start our own church. Um, cult. I mean, yeah. If you're going to do anything, make it believable. Drink the Kool-Aid. Drink the Kool-Aid, I already yeah. drank the Dr. Pepper, man. That was some whiskey. You killed two of those, huh? <laughs> hey, don't <laughs> say it on the podcast. No, I'm not worried. Oh, they anyway. don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be on Highway 191. Uh, the thing that I want to... <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, so... You're not driving, so never mind. Yeah. I'm just trying to be funny. That's, That's trying not funny. To be. No, it's actually not funny. <laughs> um... I don't have anything else to say. Closing statements is this. Not a story, so this will be good. You know, take the time uh, to try something new. And, uh, you know, trust trust your, uh, I don't know, your feelings, your thoughts, whatever. Try something new. And it, it may could be, I'm thinking of my own things, but it, and I'm not going to make any suggestions. It could be whatever. But, you know, have the courage to speak up and try something new. Um, and that could be whatever it means to you. That's my advice or thing I want to say to folks. Damien? So my, my final words are, you know, um, the law of attraction, the energy that you put out is the energy that you get back. So if you continue putting out positive energy, you know, I feel like ultimately that's what you're going to get back in life. And so if you, you know, if you don't get caught up in anybody's negative stuff and you just keep living your life and kind of pushing yourself, doing the things that you know that you want to do, then... I mean, ultimately, like, eventually you'll be surrounded by the people that you want to be surrounded with. And so, uh, that's cool that we're here around this, uh, this beer fire tonight. And I, I like the topics. We got into a little bit of a tearjerker there. Some people, you know, like, shared some, some emotional stories. And, again, if you didn't hear that number, you know, hit back to it and make sure that you know, like, in case you know anybody. Or if you're going through it yourself, you know, make sure that you have the understanding that somebody out there will help you through it because we care yeah yeah everybody cares like, everybody cares and they care right now it's not just when you're gone yeah what do you got pete well you you kind of killed it because you hit everything i wanted to you're welcome so besides rewinding it's 1-800-273-8255 read my mind so thank you guys for listening you guys are awesome my last remark will be, I love you guys. All right, Julie. Deuces. Bye. Short Later, Holmes. <laughs>